It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. The Puff and Steph Podcast, back for another day of fun on your listening device. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Thanks for making us part of your day. We appreciate you, Steph. We're going to kick things off with someone who is just like you, and that's scary. Kelsey, hit us up on Facebook. I don't know if you saw that yesterday's show. We talked about scary dreams or nightmares, as, as I call them, when you picked on me. And you talked about having a recurring dream where your hands are full of goo, or there's goo in your hands and you have to build something. I have to with build it. stuff with it, and everybody talks really slowly. It's super creepy. You didn't say that part. <laughs> didn't I? No. Yeah, everybody talks like. Steph, this. have you finished building yeah. your goo? Like, I wall? can't. I can't with people talking slowly. It creeps me out. <laughs> Kelsey, on Facebook, Steph, listening to the podcast about dreams, I have a very similar recurring nightmare with the globs of stuff in a time period to build something. Nuh-uh. My soul sister. (laughs) And then she said, so so strange. And then that emoji with your hands up. Oh, my gosh. I love... Okay, so I'm not totally, like, weird and possessed or something. Well, you might be, but there's two of you. Right. At least I'm not alone. Right. I love that. Thank you, Kelsey. So, Kelsey is your... um, Dream soulmate? Yep. Definitely my soulmate. Your sister in the um in the dream world. So yep. there you go. Found found, That's so found funny. her. She found us. Uh Jeff Gebhart. Do you know who that is? That sounds familiar. Is he a NASCAR driver? He is he is not, <laughs> but he could be a guy that gives you twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, he lives in Kansas. He's willing to pay twenty five thousand dollars if you can find him a permanent girlfriend. But not never wife. I don't know what that means. He just never wants to get married. He's never been married. He says he's tried online dating after his last breakup. It wasn't for him. And then he and a group of friends got to talking about how much time and money they invest each year on dating sites. He decided he couldn't go back to online dating. So he launched a website, datejeffg.com, based on simple premise. There are really good girls out there who are not dating. Jeff wants people to go onto the site and nominate potential girlfriends. If he selects yours, he'll pay you $25,000. Wow. Okay. I feel like I definitely know some people that would want to date a rich guy. I don't know if he's rich. He must be. Who else has twenty five grand? Payments would be made over five years. Oh, I could take that. It's like an extra paycheck every month. Right. But five years, tw- I mean, it's not. So how much five, is he paying it's at It's $5,000 a year. So how much is that per month? I don't know. Did I say monthly payment? Maybe it's yearly. He he said uh, starting first year after he and any potential girlfriend make it official. So he's got to be dating them for a while and then boom, he starts paying you. So far, about 60% of the applicants have been women who've nominated themselves. (laughs) Yep. Doesn't surprise me at all. Well, and I think they look at it like you is this guy must be rich. How else is he offering up 25 grand? Right. Well, he's not offering it up all at once. But so, so, but um, so he doesn't have to be rich. This guy could live frugally, live within his means. Maybe he makes seventy-five grand a year or something like that. Like, a, uh, like that's like a, pretty good. Like a good amount, but not what a lot of people would say is rich. Right. So maybe you have these gold diggers, these sixty percent of women who have nominated themselves. Don't read the fine print and think that he's just going to throw up twenty-five grand up front. Right. So it's like if you date him for a year or whatever it is. Before the payout starts, the second you get your first payment, are you out? Like, what's it worth it to you to date Jeff G? Maybe it's you, man. Well, if if he's paying you that much per year, and if he does it in monthly payments, it's like 415 bucks a month. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. But he says that those women won't be eligible for the money. I just read that part. What he, women? The women that nominate themselves. Oh, that makes sense. He yeah. says the ideal woman would be somebody who's independent and driven, somebody who's a little bit goofy because I'm a little bit goofy. It looks like he's also trying to drum up some interest for an HGTV house rehab show that he might have in the works. Okay, so he's looking for that kind of I think so. attention, probably. I think so. My one friend, well, I have a couple friends that are single. Most of them are married. Um, but the one that's closest to me that is single, I don't think she'd be interested. She's looking for something purely for the right reasons. Not $25,000. What if you say, could you do this for me? Could you date this guy for like three or four years so I can make some money? Right, help. She would. Could She's a you, good friend. Could you be a good friend, please? I mean, stop thinking about yourself. <laughs> she would totally do it for me if I asked her to. She's a good friend like that. Would you be mad if someone nominated you? Um, and then got the money for it. Yeah. No, but I haven't had good luck with relationships, so it may not work out, and I might just disappoint you anyway. Oh, man. So not <laughs> only do you end a relationship, not only does that work not work out, but your friend doesn't get money that they're expecting. Right. That's too much pressure. I'm too picky. They're like, are you know. kidding me? I, was th I already banked that 25 grand. I just bought a Mazda. <laughs> You were the. Couldn't you just hold out for a couple more years? You were a terrible friend. Worst friend ever. So not only are you alone in love, but now you lost one friend. Yep. Yeah. See, I don't think I want to be nominated for this. It's too much pressure. Don't nominate Steph. Do not nominate Steph and then go and buy a Mazda. Yeah, don't do it. I know you were about to. It's not gonna happen. So you're about to take a trip. Yes. You're about to go to Florida and visit your brother. Uh, how do you feel about the whole airline reclining seat? thing going on um it drives me nuts when someone in front of me does it but i also really want to do it in my seat because but it's so much more comfortable an airline passenger sparked co uh, conversation online about the etiquette involved in reclining a seat wendy williams was traveling in the economy section from new orleans to charlotte uh it's about a 90 minute flight and she was in the second to last row she was um he or this guy was in the last row her seat reclined his didn't. She reclined her seat all the way back, and he punched it about nine times. When Williams began videoing him doing it, he started using her seat back as a drum kit for the rest of the flight. So why didn't she just lean it forward so, again? So she's in front of him leaning back. He's like... <laughs> he's like doing the Phil Collins part and in the air tonight. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Like, that would be so annoying. Yeah, well, he was just making the best of it, I guess, instead of screaming at her or something. My take on this is the seat does not go back that far. That's what I was going to say. It only goes, like, a little bit. I don't quite understand what the deal is. Now, I get it. If you're in the last seat and there's a wall right there and it doesn't recline, sure. Like, that's a little annoying that this person in front of you can recline and you can't, but it's 90-minute flight. Deal with it and move on with the rest of your life. If it was a, a seat that came like in a really crazy angle, you're like, oh my God, I can totally give this person a scalp massage. Then I think that's bad designing of the flight. Right. Or I of think, the plane. I think some planes recline farther than others though. So I'm not sure. The ones I've been on don't recline No, they're just like from like straight up to like, like but if, really, really small angle. Right. But if there's someone big sitting behind you, it might, you might be in their way. Like, I don't like, like my legs are so short that someone can recline and it doesn't really impact me usually. Uh -huh. But if it's someone bigger, it might be annoying to them. You might be kind of in their face. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I, from what my experience is, these flights are not that 
hard to get through. Just do it. And right, they're quick usually. They really are. You don't. This guy did not have to turn her seat into a drum kit. Oh no, definitely not. I think it goes both ways. Like, be courteous. Don't recline in someone's face. But if someone does it and it's not that big of a deal, you don't have to bang on their seat the whole time. Apparently, the CEO of the airline was like, you know, you should ask someone. And just like ask, like, hey, do you mind if I recline my seat? But what are they gonna say? Yes, I mind. And then you don't do it? Right. They're probably going to feel obligated to go, oh, yeah. it's okay. It puts them in an awkward situation. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So I, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If airlines, you're worried about it, just make seats that don't recline. It's not really that much more comfortable. It really isn't. That's just my opinion. All right. Coming up in just a couple of minutes. Shocking. We have a brand new dating term. Will these ever end? Probably not. It's Puff Step Podcast. It's the Puff and Step Podcast. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Hey, honey, how are the taxes going? Pretty good. Let's see. We either get $800 back or we owe four grand. Hmm. I think we should call H&R Block. Let's face it. Taxes can be confusing and the laws seem to change every year. Let the professionals at your local H&R Block take the worry out of your tax season. H&R Block in Dillsburg, Newville, Biglerville, Fairfield, and Gettysburg have been owned by the same family for over 50 years. And they've been there for every tax law change along the way. Don't leave money on the table. File your taxes confidently with H&R Block. A healthier, happier you is created from more than just a gym membership or diet plan. Don't take on your New Year's goals alone. Let CBD American Shaman of PA help you reach your goals by giving you the physical and mental relief needed to persevere. The Better You Challenge will reward you for sticking to your goals. To learn more and to try free samples of the newest products, visit a CBD American Shaman of PA store in Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, and Lancaster. Or visit HempIsHealth.com. And remember to use the promo code PUFF at checkout out to save 10% on every order. Do your kids lose their house keys? Do you hide a key near your front door for friends, relatives, the cleaning lady, or pet sitter? Do you need a better way to secure your home? Let ITD Systems and Security solve all your problems. ITD has the knowledge and experience to install smart home features like smart locks, motion sensors, indoor and outdoor cameras, and wireless keypads that control everything. Plus, you can turn off lights, lock doors, and view any of your cameras right from your cell phone or tablet. Turn your house into a future house and add peace of mind to your life with ITD Systems and Security. To find out more, visit ITDSSI.com. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. Okay, we are back on the podcast. And Steph, you actually sent this story to me. Uh, You came across day gaming. Another dating term. Another dating term. And I'm going to read you some of this article and then we're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to read you some of the other things they're saying about this. And it's just, I think people are so overboard on things. But anyway, this is how it starts. Has a slight or a straight heteronormative man you've never met before stopped you in the street in broad daylight with these words? Number one, 
Why couldn't it say this? Hey, ladies, has a guy stopped you in the street and said this? Yeah, I don't like the way they worded that. Anyway, excuse me, I just had to say hello. At first, it seems unassuming, but the reason they've approached you might not be as innocent as you think. Under the radar, a dating trend known as day game is taking the world by storm and becoming a subculture in its own right. Uh, the clue is in the name. This is a game which is played by men all over the world, not at night, but in the morning or afternoon, without the cover of darkness. This this author is like really anti-guy. I can already tell. Yeah, you can tell. Day Games founders describe it as the art of meeting and attracting amazing women without going to nightclubs. Basically what they're saying is, when you go out to a club, when you go out to a bar, you have your guard up. You know that if a guy approaches you, he's, he's about Steph, right? He's about like, not necessarily bad things always, but... But a, yeah, you know what he's looking for usually. Sure. They say that if these guys approach you during the day and say something nice, they're just doing it during the day without the cover of night. Right. They think that, I think they think it comes off more like genuine. Yeah. Not yeah. like creepy and, hey, want to come home with me tonight type thing. According to the Day Game website, the reason women watch romantic comedies and read romantic fiction novels is because it plays into their fantasy of how they're going to meet the guy of their dreams. The practice play, uh, plays upon the claim that sees men learning techniques from dedicated coaches who charge some money for boot camp sessions. We actually talked about this recently about like how to meet women, how to talk to women. So I think that if a guy comes up to you in the middle of the day, you approach it the same way. If you're interested in what he has to say, if you're interested in him, then you talk back. If not, you play it off like you would at a bar or a club. I, I, this is like, these people, this, this author is very intense. Right, but I do I do get the point of it because as a female, I think that if a guy came up to me at Panera when I'm eating lunch at one o'clock in the afternoon and complimented me or something, I would be very taken back taken aback because right. guys don't do that. Sure. Really, they don't. But at a bar when they're drinking and you're drinking and it's a different environment, right. they're much more inclined to come up to you and say something. But I think this is the problem that we run into in dating right now. Is that for whatever reason Many women automatically assume that the guy's a, a, a jerk, right? So if he comes up to you in a bar, I don't want to talk to you, a jerk. You're just after one thing. Now, if he comes up to you in the middle of the day and maybe he's just a genuine person, oh, I don't want to talk to you, you're a jerk. You're only after one thing. Look, like, is there any, is there, is there any, is it just now you have to meet someone online? You're just not allowed to talk to someone in person anymore? No, I was saying that I think if a guy approaches you during broad daylight, it's a good thing. Right. I well, would never be turned off by that. Right. Well, they say that you should be. Steph. Oh, they're saying it's a bad thing. Yes, they're saying, oh. Steph, look out. They're all after that one thing. <laughs> I See, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I, I thought they were just highlighting, like, this is what guys are doing. No. I think it's a good tactic. I think it's probably better than... Here's what they say. Dig a little deeper, though, and day game proves to be a lot less romantic and clean cut than it appears to be. On Twitter, a quick search for the term day game brings up worrying number of explicit messages from those partaking in the game. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're there and you're with a bunch of guys, you're like, let's see how many girls we could day game. I get that, but it also could be just a genuine nice person that is saw you and was like, you know what? It's a person who decided to talk to you instead of turn around and write a misconnection about you. True. Right. It's That's a, true. <laughs> it's someone who decided, hey, I, I've never seen this person before, and there's just something about her. I need to talk to her, or else I'm going to regret it. It could be that, but now these crazy women out here. And th there might be crazy for a reason. Maybe I don't know what kind of guys they date, but 
these crazy women out here automatically put assumptions on this that this is a bad thing. No, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a better tactic than meeting, you know, going up to girls at a bar when you're drinking. But some people need that liquid encouragement. If you have the guts to go up to a girl completely sober at noon at Panera, while she's completely sober and be like, hey, I think you're beautiful. Can I take you out? I think that's awesome. That's like a turn right. on that they right. can just come up to you and do that in broad daylight. I think it's a good thing. Hey, you want to meet tomorrow at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think it's a good thing, too. Um, I just wish that it wouldn't automatically have, like, negative connotations to it by crazy women article writers. But when it comes to those women who feel that way, they probably feel that way no matter how a guy approaches you, whether it's at night, during the day, online, in right. person. right. The only way they feel good about it is if they did it online and, and you got to... Um, and you got to like, you got to control the narrative, right? Right. That, that's like with the Bumble, because the women control it. It's the only yeah. way they want to do things, and that's fine. If that's the only way you feel comfortable, that's fine. But don't poo-poo on the way other people do things. Right. They're just out here trying to find somebody. Right, and it's tough. Dating is tough. Uh-huh. I mean, before I met my wife, I was, I mean, I've told you my history. I've had some weird dating history before I yeah. met my wife. Yeah. Right. Went from a really bad, like cold spell to a really strange situation to another cold spell to finally meeting my wife. Right. It happens. Maybe we should just do these arranged marriages. Maybe that would just be better. Maybe they were onto something. They were. Check this out. A bride in India asked for volunteers from the audience after her groom got cold feet and deserted her last minute. No. Yep. She's like, I heard he spent all the money on She's this. She's like, this is my wedding day. I'm supposed to be married. Is anyone out there interested in marrying this? One guy stood up and said, me. Her parents approved of him, and the couple was married. No. Yep. That's so funny. See, I'm such a planner. I could not be that spontaneous. But I guess if you already have everything paid for, like the reception's right. paid for after this, let's just, I want to marry someone. We're Change here. the sign out front. <laughs> yeah. Just get some spray paint. Justin is gone. It's now Billy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I, I, maybe there's a, there's a way to do it like in between, right? In between the, the hardcore dating apps and... You know, the arranged marriages. Maybe we can find a, a happy medium. Yeah, if there's you gotta will. be. Maybe That'd be a fine can. line. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, I asked this question on our Facebook page. We'll get the answers, and I wanna hear from you too. What sport do you not want your kid to play? Think about it. We'll talk about it next. It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. A healthier, happier you is created from more than just a gym membership or diet plan. Don't take on your New Year's goals alone. Let CBD American Shaman of PA help you reach your goals by giving you the physical and mental relief needed to persevere. The Better You Challenge will reward you for sticking to your goals. To learn more and to try free samples of the newest products, visit a CBD American Shaman of PA store in Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, and Lancaster. Or visit HempIsHealth.com. And remember to use the promo code PUFF at check out to save 10% on every order.
Do your kids lose their house keys? Do you hide a key near your front door for friends, relatives, the cleaning lady, or pet sitter? Do you need a better way to secure your home? Let ITD Systems and Security solve all your problems. ITD has the knowledge and experience to install smart home features like smart locks, motion sensors, indoor and outdoor cameras, and wireless keypads that control everything. Plus, you can turn off lights, lock doors, and view any of your cameras right from your cell phone or tablet. Turn your house into a future house and add peace of mind to your life with ITD Systems and Security. To find out more, visit ITDSSI.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Hey, honey, how are the taxes going? Pretty good. Let's see. We either get $800 back or we owe four grand. Hmm. I think we should call H&R Block. Let's face it. Taxes can be confusing and the laws seem to change every year. Let the professionals at your local H&R Block take the worry out of your tax season. H&R Block in Dillsburg, Newville, Biglerville, Fairfield, and Gettysburg have been owned by the same family for over 50 years. And they've been there for every tax law change along the way. Don't leave money on the table. File your taxes confidently with H&R Block. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. Okay, we're back on the podcast. Uh, Just a few days ago, I asked you this question on the Puff and Steph Facebook page. What sport do you not want your kids to play for any reason? What are you saying no to and why? Um, The reason that I asked this question was because I have a couple of friends whose kids do gymnastics and they it's expensive it's so expensive (laughs) and it takes up so much of your time and i get it like it's it's such a cool experience especially if your kid's good at it you get to travel around the country and you get to go to these amazing places and meet some amazing people and i understand that you know like I, i was a hockey player growing up my brother and i and my parents drove us all over everywhere to do this but just i was like okay you can do gymnastics just try not to be good don't be too good because then it's gonna be expensive. I think that that's, I think that that's, will be my deal. Like you know what, do gymnastics, but you know what, suck a little bit. Come in, you know you don't have to come in last, but come in like maybe middle of the pack. Right. Well, and to be realistic, a lot of kids do it when they're young, and then they kind of fizzle out over time, and only the really good ones continue to do it. Right. At you know at a like middle school, high school age, because sure. I did it when I was a lot younger. But then I like started doing other sports, and sure. you have to pick. Right. So maybe if you have a kid that does it, they'll fizzle out anyway and pick uh, other sports. Please be a fizzler. That's what I want from you. Some of the answers are really good. Um, Jillian says, don't have any yet, but I'd say soccer. I hated playing in school and gym. Uh, well, more like standing around and not doing much. I just wasn't into it. And I think soccer is one of those, one of those sports where I think you almost have to enjoy it to enjoy it. If, if that makes any to sense. To enjoy like, watching it. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I have one that stood out as well besides gymnastics, and that is basketball. I am sorry, and I don't know who the – like, I, everyone has their own thing, and I can appreciate the skill it takes for basketball. And I enjoy – if I were, if I were like, go to a game, like a professional game, I think I'd be into it. I can't watch it on TV, and God forbid I cannot watch scores with little kids. 
you have little kid games that end in like eight to six and you're sitting there going like, oh my God, can we just give him points for hitting net? <laughs> they are cute though, but yeah, they don't score a lot. Any little kid sport is cute. You put them on ice hockey skates, it's cute, right? You have them wrestle, it's cute. You play them play baseball with little baseball bats and everything, it's cute, right? Basketball is no different. Sure, it's cute, but you sit there and you're just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like I couldn't imagine refereeing that. Right. I couldn't. Ugh. Like little kid basketball to me is one of the worst things ever. That little kid soccer. Little kid soccer is not funny. Oh, little. I See, I think like sassy all, soccer. Where they all run to the ball. Yes. Like, I think it's so funny though. And like they score in the wrong net and they get so excited <laughs> and you just have to cheer for them. No, you say, no, you did a, You made a mistake. You do not make a mistake like that again or you don't get dinner. Whenever I played sassy soccer, I came home from like my first practice and I was like, mom, whenever they want someone else to come onto the field, they yell tacos. Because they say sub. Like they, like, oh, wow. hey, we're doing a sub. And uh, I love sassy soccer. So another one that we got were, was football. A lot of people said football, not because it's boring, but because of the head injuries. I remember having a disagreement with you about this, like probably a year or two ago on the mm -hmm, show, because mm -hmm. you said you wouldn't let your kid play football. I don't think I would until, unless the technology gets really good. Yeah. Uh, I think if my kid wanted to play flag football, 100%. Um, I think tackle football is probably not the best thing for your kid right now especially when they have a developing brain. And that's from someone who played ice hockey. And they don't let you check in ice hockey until you're a higher level, until you know how to skate, until you know how to pass, until you know how to shoot. And then they introduce body checking. They introduce hitting. So by then you usually have the skills to avoid checks, to not get as hurt. But even professionals, they get hurt with the checks and they get concussions. Not, not nearly on the, 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 the numbers that football gets them. But I, I don't I don't know. I would have to it would have to be a, a very lengthy discussion. And I think more and more uh, towns are actually shifting to flag football for the first few years and then introducing hitting later. I mean, I don't have kids, so I can't say for sure. But I at this point, I would say, yes, I'd let my kids play if they wanted to. I love football. A lot of people are saying football, head injuries, basketball, boring. Yeah, Tammy, me and you. Basketball uh, boring. Um, what was the – oh, wrestling and swimming. I, I kind of understand both. And I was a wrestler. I wrestled. So I get it. Wrestling – like you go to an all-day wrestling tournament, your kid wrestles for anywhere from 15 seconds to six minutes. Yeah. And then they sit around for another hour, hour and a half before they wrestle again. Yeah. It's so boring. Yep, I have no interest in ever having my, I hope they never want to wrestle. Honestly, I just, I don't like the sport. I don't like, and don't get me wrong, I get the whole, like, you have to weigh in at a certain whatever, but kids, like, starve themselves yeah. for three days. I, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. So, do you have a sport? Wrestling. Just probably. wrestling? Yeah, I just, I was never into it. I would go to wrestling matches in high school just to hang out with my friends, but I remember guys in my class, like, making themselves puke and, and not spitting. eating. And yeah. Yeah. Like, carrying around the water bottles and yes. spitting. Yes. I'm like, is that really going to affect Yeah, it? it does. I guess so. It, it can't help. Believe it, believe it or not, it can't help. So, uh, we ready to uh, play the poll? Yes. 53% of women surveyed said that they are most competitive with their friends about this. What is it? 53% are most competitive with their friends about this. Is it like how good they look, their outfits? It's it's not their outfits, but it is 
about how good they look. Is it like the likes they get on Instagram or Facebook? <laughs> no, but that's a really good answer. Oh, dang it. That's a fantastic answer, <laughs> but no. It's probably also true. Um, is it about guys they date? Like nah. wanting guys to hit on them? Nope, it's not anything involving relationships. You were closest with your first one. Well, I thought that was related to dating because they want to look good True. to get a date. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's something about how they look. Um, Most competitive with their friends about this. 53% of women. That's their a fitness. Lot. I'll give it to you. Their weight. Wow. <laughs> their weight. It's a sore subject for a lot of people. It's a rough, a rough area. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's weird because guys are not like that. No. Guys aren't like, oh man, Tommy's lost a ton of weight. Gotta hit the gym. I can't be the fastest right. one in the group. <laughs> right. No, girls definitely are. I think. Even if they don't like express it out loud. Subconsciously. I could see that. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I'll look at other girls at the gym and I'll be like, I did that, you know, I do that workout all the time. My arms don't look like that. <laughs> like, not even weight, but just like fitness in general. Right. All right, well, get your body right. Your friends are looking at you and judging you. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. It's Puff Step Podcast. It's the Puff and Step Podcast.